0: Hello, and welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Tenkar, your bartender in the OSR main proprietor at the Tenkar's Tavern blog. And today, I received my D&D Essentials Kit delivered to my house. Yes, I heard a lot of people talking about this over the past couple of weeks. It's a Target exclusive. I looked up stock online, and my local Target did not have it. So... I ordered it to be delivered. With Target, it's free shipping with $35 or more. This is a $25 item. So Rach got some uh, hair conditioner. It brought us over to like $36. And instead of paying $6 to ship, it's it's like saving $6 on the hair conditioner. It all worked out in the end. So what do we have in this essentials kit? Well, first, the box is pretty heavy. I'm surprised by that. And then I'm going to tell you right now what's really cool is it really is jam packed with a lot of shit. I haven't read the rule book face to face to face or cover to cover, but it has five core classes, six levels. A lot of these core classes have specialties you can hit at like third level. Which is pretty cool, Um, and you can create your own characters. It isn't like other starter sets where here we're going to give you you know these PCs and they're it's like playing a convention game. They're pre you know you have no input into it, and your leveling is done for you. Six levels of play means you're going to level five times with these rules, assuming I don't know two sessions. Per level, you're looking at maybe 10 sessions of gameplay. That's pretty good for a $25 intro box, which gives you a full set of dice. And when I say a full set of dice, you've got 46, I believe. Yes, 46. You have 2d20, because remember, you have advantage disadvantage in 5e, and you have percentile dice. Really, how do you go wrong? The dice are—they're gem dice, red. They look—they look decent. I, I'm not complaining whatsoever. So the rules themselves—the rule book is 64 pages long. I will put that somewhere on my desk. All right, on the floor. Limited room. Um, you have a poster map of the Sword Coast. And then with the uh, each hex is five miles. And then on the other side, you have a map for Fendalen, which is a small town. The map is a decent quality. It's nice. Certainly worth the money there. Here was a surprise I did not expect. You have a DM screen in here. And it's that like half-height DM screen, which is the height that I prefer. Why do I prefer the half-height DM screen? Because if you're sitting at the table, you can still make eye contact with your players. You're not constantly turning your neck to look above it. I I tend to stand when I DM, especially at conventions. But this height DM screen, I'm going to probably bring this with me when I run Swords and Wizardry. It is a perfect height, perfect size, decent quality. Nice art on the outside. On the inside, you have uh, actions and combat. Uh, conditions, uh, damage by level and severity, traveling, pace, food, drink, lodging. It's got some good stuff for you to refer to if you're running a 5E game. Again, that was a surprise. You have character sheets. You have a bunch of character sheets. I don't know exactly how many. I'm going to guess about 10. Not bad. You have... Ah, come on. The box is not willing to give up all its goodies. All right. You have Dragon of Ice Spire Peak Adventure. The adventure is also 64 pages long. So you've got yourself a 64-page adventure to start your group off with. Uh, 64 pages of rules. What else do we have here? You have some digital uh, extras. Access additional adventure content to continue the Dragon Ice Pirate Peak story into higher levels of play. Uh, you can either scan it with your phone, it's a QR code, or uh, visit their partner, DD Beyond. They're talking about DD Beyond. There's a welcome gift here 50% off on a digital version of the player's handbook. Um, you can also unlock a digital version of the Dragon of Ice Pirate Peak adventure on DD Beyond. They give you a code. And, uh, like I said, they give you the code for the player's handbook. All right. Some pretty cool stuff. What else do they give you? Well, this is where I think it gets really kind of cool. They give you a bunch of cards. Now, there's nine cards on a cardboard sheet. It's got that micro perforation. So I'm going to tell you right now what you do. This is the best. You know, sometimes you get these micro perforation. If you don't remove them properly, they tear. Not necessarily the card itself, but the backing tears. So what I'm going to suggest that you do is you take it and you fold it once. Since they not, you know, I'm doing this going down the card. So I fold it once. I take that top fold. I fold it a second time against the grain that I just did, and then a third time. Now you're going to notice when you fold it the third time, it's nice and loose. And uh, I I think that's freaking perfect. Then the card just pulls. The card just pull away. Now you got three cards, and you do the same thing for you know separate those three cards. So the sheets that they have, they have initiative tracker sheets. Which is I don't know, cards, whatever. That's fine. Not too crazy about that. They also have cards that explain the different. Um, statuses. If you're blinded, charmed, deafened. So if you're blinded, your card will tell you. A blinded creature can't see and automatically fails in the ability check that requires sight. Attack rolls against a creature have advantage and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Basically that means somebody's trying to hit you, they get a roll 2d20 and they're going to take the best die. And if you're trying to hit something, you're on 2d20 and you're taking the worst die. So, cool. So there's... Uh, I you call it 18 cards that cover that. You have uh, character portraits, which on the back, they give you a little bit about uh, the character. These are listed as, as sidekicks. So like uh, Ruby Hammerwacker, Shield Dwarf Warrior. Ruby lacks the customary dwarven stoicism and greets every day with a warm smile and a renewed sense of optimism. Use the warrior psychic stat block in the rulebook to represent her. And they give you a few things like some posts that you would normally say. Fair enough. But also they give you magic cards. Hey, pole of collapsing while holding this 10-foot pole. You can use an action to speak a command word and cause it to collapse into a one-foot-long rod for easy storage. The pole's weight doesn't change, and you can use an action to speak a different command word and cause the rod to revert to a pole. However, the rod will elongate only as far as the surrounding space allows. So they, they give you cards, so you can actually hand out a card to your players and say, "Okay, here's the magic item that you found. They have a full description. Pretty nice. But what I really dig, and this is this is awesome, they have a series of nine quest quest cards. That's one full sheet. So just going to uh, randomly take one here. Umbridge Hill Quest The local midwife and acolyte of Chante named Adabra Gwyn, lives by herself on a stone windmill on the side of a hill a few miles south of Fendallen. With dragon sightings becoming common, it's not safe for her to be alone. Urge Ad- Adabra to return to... Fandallin. Once she's safe, visit Townmaster Harbin Wester to claim a reward of 25 gold pieces. These are little side quests. And if you are, I don't know, anywhere interested in what these quests do, it, it, it could be something that becomes a full adventure for your party if your party's into it. Maybe it's going to spark something with you when you read it. Uh, I actually... I'm finding this inspiring, and it's something that I'd like to do maybe on the blog side and get these little uh, types of side quests out there so people can just grab it and run with it and and, and have at it. I think that would be pretty cool. That is fun. So what you have here for $25 is a lot of gaming. It really is impressive. I am impressed. I don't say that much, especially about uh, Wizards of the Coast stuff. But they didn't phone this one in. Uh, I'm going to read through the rules and adventure over the next couple of days. But presentation alone, what you get for your money, this bag of dice that even recognizes the fact that you need 46 because you're going to, well, I guess roll four and drop the lowest, and you get the two D20s so you can roll advantage, disadvantage, the thinking. And if uh, this is any sign for the future for 5e, Uh, I'm going to consider myself impressed. Rach asked me today, well, tonight, when I was digging through the box and oohing and ah aahing over it, she's like, does this mean that maybe you'll be able to, you know, get a grasp of 5e and be able to run it? You know, I don't know. It it might be. But there's certainly enough here that you'd want to learn to get the grasp and run it. And I think that's pretty impressive. That's very impressive. I'm very impressed. $25 a Target exclusive only right now. You can order it online. Target will ship to you. Uh, if, if, if your total purchase is $35 or more, shipping is free. Otherwise, I think it was $6 that they wanted to charge me. So uh, if you can add something in to get yourself over $35, you am tell you want, obviously. It's probably uh, probably worth it. All right, folks. On that note, as always, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. It means more than than any of you know. It really is awesome. But be safe. Be well. Stay cool. God bless. Roll those dice. And I will talk with you all tomorrow. Later, folks. Oh, wait. I almost forgot. Rob Conley did an overview of this uh, box set, too, over at the Bat in the Attic blog. So do a Google search, Bat in the Attic. uh, Read it up. Give Rob some thoughts on what you see there. And uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow. Later, folks.